Good day, ladies and gents. I'm Professor T, and welcome to another edition of The Business Startup Journey. Our business owners and entrepreneurs are actively learning how to start a business with little or no money and no experience. I'd like to invite all of our listeners to subscribe to the podcast channel for weekly episodes. I would also like to encourage you to visit professorte.monfiche.com and download our study guides. The website is listed in the channel. The study guides will be uploaded weekly and will reflect our podcast series. It's also important that you obtain your free personalized business portfolio by subscribing at the bottom of our page at professorte.monfiche.com. This will give you access to the documents needed to build your personalized business portfolio. Okay, team, now that we paid the bills, let's get ready to rock and roll. Well, hello, 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 ladies and gents. And I want to just thank you guys for tuning in to another edition of the Business Startup Journey. It's been a little bit of changes, but I'm optimistic that things will go well. And we have to start planning ourselves for those changes. So I'm here today to introduce my topic, which today we're going to be discussing strategies for starting or launching a business during COVID-19, which is an economic downturn. So ladies and gents, I know many of you already know that, you know, things are not what they're used to be, but there is hope and there is things that we can do to make sure that we're competitive and that we can sustain through this economic economic downslide. Okay guys, so today we're going to discuss the economic downturn and COVID-19 and the effects and strategies that we can utilize to start our business or to launch a new business. So before we do anything guys, we have to mentally prepare ourselves for prosperity. And with that being said, it's success and wealth. It's a mental concept. We have to limit what we allow into our head and really really concentrate on the direction that we're going to take our business, this new startup, or if we're planning on launching it now or launching it after the 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 economy starts to repair itself. But we need to start by solidifying your foundation. You got to make sure that the foundation is in place. And that foundation is mental, physical, your home life. Every aspect of your being needs to be hands in the game because right now things are tougher than they were in the in the past. As many of you may already know, I really push planning as a number one key for success. And throughout all of my podcasts, I always draw back to planning. So here it is again, guys. We have to start really innovatively planning for what tomorrow's going to bring and the direction of our business. So keep that in mind. So those two concepts which I said solidifying your foundation and investing in planning, those are tools that we're going to use to plan for prosperity. But guess what guys? These are the key tools that we need for an economic downturn. And what I'm saying is making sure that you're physically and mentally ready and make sure that the planning key is in effect. And these are the same strategies that large businesses and enterprises are using inside their companies as we speak. 
So now that the enterprises and we as well understand where our mental state needs to be, now what's next? What is the next key term? So a part of your planning should always include your financials. So I draw back to that. Make sure you're reviewing and understanding understanding your current. Not only are you understanding your income statement, your profit and loss, where you what you have right now in cash on hand and what you've lost and what you've used to take in last year and what you're not taking in right now. These are the numbers you need to pay attention to. And also the expense report. Where can we cut costs? Where can we hold back on on purchases? So keep that in mind. Also, we need to create and modify our current budget. So now is the time where you slash from the big purchases, cut back on other things, and really adjust to the almost a state of mind of when you first began. But guys, since you already started a business, or if you're starting your business now, these are skills that it's either that you're going through the startup process and it's quite difficult, or you've already went to the uh, startup process and you know that it's difficult. So now we're going to have to rely on that, that all that um, training and development and help, that, help us bring us to where we need to be. So the overall idea is to prepare for prosperity. We need to think mentally, we are going to be successful and we're going to be wealthy. So now what do we need to do to bring that into fruition? So the next thing that we're going to discuss is reviewing and modifying, you have it, your plan, your business plan. So we're going to pull out that business plan and we're going to go ahead and review it. We'll read it up, worked in the past, see what's not working, and we need to go ahead and modify your business plan. We're going to update our strategy. We need a new strategy now, guys, because the economic downturn was unpredictable. We don't know how long that's going to last. So we need to create a strategy from either one to two years and make sure that we're following that game plan, right? Now we need to also focus on what else do we need to modify? We need to modify our sales and marketing approach. So we need to figure out a new sales goal right here in the middle of the year. And we need to also choose and create a new marketing plan. There are so many different methods out there. And, you know, a lot of people are telling others that we need to move to an online based form of selling, which is great. But this is something that you really need to make sure that you're aware of using, because if you're not familiar with sales and marketing online, you will spend lots of money and not bring back any turns on investment. So please keep in mind that it's easier to just write on your plan. Oh, I'm going to invest in online sales versus I need to learn how to implement and really make this, the online sales work for me. Pricing is another avenue that we're really going to have to focus on. A lot of us are going to have to either adjust our price or make it a little bit more cheaper. But I'm not telling you where to bring your price points to. I'm telling you that it's time for you to review and modify your business plan pricing options so that you know it affects it, or it fits into the economic downturn that we're experiencing right now. So guys, it's that time again. It's that time for us to learn new methods and learn new material. And the only way we can do that is go back to the drawing board of learning. So guess what, guys? Class is starting right now. So info information can be found online. You can search websites, blogs, books, etc. A lot of these um, different avenues are creating material that is vitally useful. 
You can rely on them and you can do your own research to decide what works best, best for you. But the learning process needs to be accelerated. We need to understand what's going on on a regular basis and how we can adjust and change our business to the economic downturn. Because it could be good today, it could be worse tomorrow, and it could be at, it could hit bottom the third day. So you need to make sure that you're reading and learning and creating new avenues for your business and being aware of where the economy is going. So what I've described to you guys are all preventative or reactional methods. And the reason for that is because I'm preparing you guys for war. So this is a competitive market right now, and it's going to get even more competitive as the time moves forward. So I'm preparing you for what you're going to experience. And this is where I call war. So you're going to experience financial changes. You're going to have to prepare for the unexpected expenses. And I'm telling you guys, do not be discouraged. Be proactive. Become proactive. Create new methods. Create new ways to pull your business out of the mud and bring them back to solid ground. And also, once you're able to, because many of you guys may not, but emergency funds. We got to make sure that we are having some type of, uh, of, of money that's set aside for times of need. But guys, this is war. This is an economic war. And guys, guess what? We are preparing ourselves for it. So at the end of the war, it brings us back to our same thing. We are preparing for prosperity, success, and wealth. And we will achieve that. But we have to make sure that we can make it and thrive through this economic downtime. So we're still on the topic of preparing for prosperity. So another method of preparing for what may come is preparing for the unknown. Um, and one way of doing that is making sure that you out there, uh, every business owner, and this, this is something that I do highly recommend, is business insurance. And guys, a lot of times people think it's so expensive to get business insurance, but guys, business insurance is cheaper than you can possibly think. Most of the time, the policies are under $100 in many cases, and then you'll find cases that the business insurance is as low as either renter's insurance or things of that nature. So keep in mind, and having this um, insurance is going to protect us from any pitfall. And those pitfalls will come, and they're going to be unannounced, and they're going to be unknown, but we'll be prepared for them once we have the business insurance. So guys, we understand what we need to have in place. So we're getting those things in place. We understand that we're in a battle and that we're in a war and we're fighting for survival. And now what we're going to do is we have to mentally prepare ourselves for the future. And remember, I had told us earlier that we need to become proactive. Start thinking about the good aspects of what this business is going to be. Start thinking about where the business is going to go and envision the things that you're going to produce out of the business. And once you've brainstormed all that information and you start thinking about all that, guys, guess what time it is? It's time for us to create a plan for tomorrow. And that's where I was saying we can put that information into a one to two year business plan the vision of where we need to go. And if you've already done that, guys, or you already have a business plan, then you update it. You update your current business plan by adding a provision. And this could be the provision or the and, and just label it economic downturn. That'll be the greatest thing to put into your business plan.
And guys, when you're able to do that and outline your, outline your company's pathway, you're gonna need this document for any grants you may need during this economic downturn or when the, or when the economy recovers, you're gonna need that document. So by taking this time to really identify it in your business plan is going to save you a whole lot of time in the near future. So those were areas where we can prepare for prosperity. And that again is success and wealth. And that's all we went through because I want you guys to understand that concept. So now I'm gonna take us into a different direction because I want you to understand the current landscape, what's going on in the economy. So when I was researching for this topic, I pulled up something and I ran across something called the retail apocalypse. So let's talk about the retail apocalypse. So since 2015 to 2019, there's been 81 bankruptcies from large corporations. So that right there astound me. So I started to look a little deeper into it. So I wanted to see what type of companies declared bankruptcy. So guys, I'm gonna read these companies out. So hopefully some of them might resonate with you or you might identify them. So it will build a platform. So if you hear a business that identifies with you, jot it down on the sheet of paper, okay? And if you hear a business that you love or is dear to your heart, write that down as well, okay? So in 2019, these businesses be declared bankruptcy, okay? So we have Forever 21, Destination Maternity, Fred's Retail, Barney's New York, Z Gallery, Diesel, Charlotte Roos, Payless, Things Remembered, and Gymboree. So those were a few of the 81 businesses that declared bankruptcy from 2015 to 2019. So let's talk about the companies that declared bankruptcy in 2018. So those companies were Claire's, Nine West, David's Bridal, Sears, Mattress Firm, Phallus, and The Walking Company. Again, those were the businesses that declared bankruptcy in 2018. And then this is the final one that we'll discuss. These are the businesses that declared bankruptcy in 2017. Toys R Us, Aerosol, Vitamin World, True Religion, Papaya, Jimboree, Rue 21, Payless, Gander Mountain, Radio Shack, and H.H. Gregg. Okay. And the reason why I wanted to read out all those names and I told you to write them down, the ones that resonate for you, because these are opportunities, guys. There are 81 reasons and examples for starting a new business. Every one of these businesses did not failed in some way. And you as an entrepreneur, it's your job to research the business that resonates most with you and find out why they failed and then create an innovative way to sustain in the future. And because these were larger businesses, starting small and starting in your community might be the best way if that's not already built into your business plan. But these are reasons and examples and opportunities. More than anything, these are opportunities 
for you as business owners to start new businesses. Ladies and gents, this is a reset. This is a business reset. They're resetting the clock and allowing you to have a chance and an opportunity to reinvent yourself and introduce it into the market. You, we can start where they left off and, and or where they failed. And by doing that, the innovation big dream can change the market, guys. So this is where I'm encouraging you. Take a chance, step out there, and change the market. Because once we recover from this economic down, downturn, a lot of those businesses that were here today, they're going to file bankruptcy. And there's going to, lose, there's going to leave opportunity for any one of us to step into the market and introduce something new. All right. And I don't know if, you're, if anyone is aware, but let me share it with you. Small businesses in the United States count for 99% of the market. So we have to make sure that we keep and maintain that percentages. We cannot let enterprises fulfill the needs which we should be providing for our customers and our communities. So understand, guys, that this academic, it's totally unpredictable and will have a long-term effect on all small businesses. So the idea is to survive through the chaos. So the next thing we're going to discuss is called the death of brick and mortar. So brick and mortar are stores that exist as a storefront. So when you go to the mall and you see a store in there, or if you are driving on the road and you see a standalone store, those are what we call brick and mortar. So the idea now is we're going to discuss the death or yes the death of brick and mortar so guys the tragic part of that is COVID-19 has accelerated the process so we already had seen a change from uh, consumers shopping in stores to shopping online and a great amount of them still did shop in stores but a lot of our consumers were moving to online sh shopping and with this economic downturn, it accelerated the process. COVID-19 accelerated the process. So now, almost all of our shopping is done online. So the economic downturn has called, caused individual businesses to close down. And you know, that's heartbreaking and sad. because a lot of mom and pops or generationally owned businesses have closed their doors or they're failing as the, at the moment. So industries will want the 99% of small businesses to return to the shopping districts once we, re we recover from the economic downturn. So guys, what we should be doing right now is preparing to reemerge or re-enter into that industry. And what can we do? We can really focus on our time for building a, a, a comprehensive business plan, something that includes every aspect of the business that is necessary, a business model, a business projection, sales, and all of those different areas, marketing and, marketing and sales as well. But we have to make sure that we prepare ourselves so that when tomorrow comes, that we're here. So I have now a few things that we need to do in order to survive the market. So what we need to change in order to survive the market, we need to recreate our business model we need to focus on our customer outlooks and strategies, you know, create new strategies for our customers. And then we need to utilize the resources that's already out there online and uh, the studies and the written reports 
And we need to be optimistic. We need to be optimistic in every way. Confident, enthusiastic, assured, and self-confident. And guys, I know it's hard, but you can do it. So let me share my experience with you, okay? So when the economy took a turn for the worse and the economic downturn affected me, a lot of my operations was immediately affected. And my clients became hesitant and wary. So there was a whole process of reassurance that needed to be taken place. But in order to do that, I had to be optimistic. I had to be confident that where we were in our business startup journey was necessary for our clients and that I was enthusiastic. So my staff became enthusiastic as well. Now, before everyone went to a work remote platform, my business operates remotely. So we were doing that already. So the changes really frightened my team. And my goal was I had to be confident and I had to reassure them that things were happening for a reason and that we were going to be successful, you know, and by me being optimistic, it helped them to be optimistic. So what I'm getting at is you have to set the example. We're the business owners. We cannot look fretful because if we are fretful, then our staff becomes fretful. So we have to pull deep down in, bring up that smile and really wear it every single day. So that was my story. It was really, really hard to deliver because I've never really shared it with anyone because I'm going through it as, as we speak. So it was a little difficult. So let's talk about something on the uplifting side. And it's called the business startups have advantages during the economic downturn. So let's talk about the advantages that we do have, guys. So the number one advantage that we have now is to be 100% profit-driven and cautious in every way, shape, and form. Cautious in what we purchase, cautious in what we do, and this helps us establish a business model to generate profit. So automatically, once your only thought is profit-driven and you're trying to be cautious, this is the things that you add to your business, your business model. So in the past, we may have expected a gross rate that was so um, sales driven, but now we need to focus on a moderate gross rate. Use some type of formulas that can calculate our growth rate at a very modest rate. So small, smaller funding on anything that needs to take place and really focusing on a smaller team. And guys, during this time, a lot of times, us as the CEOs and the leaders or the executive directors of your business, this is where we roll up our sleeves and we get on the playing form. And we have to really, really grab that ball and get some work done as well with our teams. And after we're able to do all that, guys, we become the, the competitive disruptors. So we are disrupting our markets now by exploiting the weaknesses of our competition so we have to focus on the weaknesses of our competitions to make ourselves better. So we research them, we see where they're not providing a need, and we step in and provide that as a part of our very own business model. So mind you guys, this area that we're discussing is called the business startups have advantages during economic downturns. So another way we have an advantage is, we're, is that we're able to be responsive to the market. We are lean and agile, meaning that we are able to flex in every way, shape, and form to make our business grow. And that's the advantage that we have. 
because a large the large corporations have to seek clearance before they move forward. They have to check with uh, one, two, or three different areas to get that okay, and then it has to go back down the chain of ladder to the individual before they're able to implement it. By then, we would have already um, sweeped in, closed the deal, and moved forward in any area we can be. And that makes us, we, makes us, allows us to navigate rapidly to economic changes. So when the e economy changes, we navigate our way through it very swiftly to make any decision that's in the best interest of our company. So guys, the secret is while we're able to do this, this allows us to identify the weaknesses of our competition. And once we're able to identify their weakness, we're able to maximize on opportunities. And that is gonna benefit our company and that's gonna make us become profit-driven. And make sure you write that into your business model, guys. So ladies and gents, the economy has problems and entrepreneurs are gonna have to solve them. So this is how we're gonna be able to really position ourselves when we're dealing with large enterprise companies. Focus on the customer's problems. You know, focus on their pain points, what's preventing them from making a transaction and what's keeping them from making those transactions. Also, if for your company, if you're looking to hire or, or hire a contractor, find new talent, okay? While big companies are laying off their employees, these employees are talented and we can use them on a case-by-case basis to really grow and support whatever platform we're doing in our business. And guys, here's the big secret. While you're sustaining and keeping your business afloat during this time of need, during the economic downfall, downturn, investors see your business as surviving or survived. And the economic downturn may be deciding, this may be the deciding factor if investors decide to use your company or invest in your company in the near future. So keep going, keep your business afloat, and keep pushing forward. So, guys, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And you know what? Some of you have already lived through this. So I got to say, this is a twice-in-a-lifetime opportunity. We cannot allow this, this opportunity to pass us up. So I really, really encourage everyone to take time to reevaluate where they're moving forward and what they're looking for in the near future. Okay, just take that time. So let me talk about the business startup journey. And this is what we implement here at Montfichet & Company. So if you've made it through this far of the broadcasting, I would like to encourage you to visit Montfichet & Company, or uh, professort.montfichet.com. It's listed in the handle, at the bottom handle. We have a free podcast training with study guide for upcoming new businesses and small businesses. So that is our focus. It's totally free. And the thing is, what we're trying to do is offer you this podcast training so that you can develop your business. So it's called starting a business with little or no money and no experience, the business startup journey. And I kept mentioning it throughout the presentation, but here are some topics that you can really hone in and develop yourself with. Creating your business model, creating your ideal customer, finding your target market, developing your business concept, and two episodes on business plans. So go to the, the podcast, check them out. Furthermore, before you do that, I have a mailing list. 
And if you are able to go online and see the mailing list, sign up for the mailing list. Once you do that, you're going to receive a free personalized business portfolio. You can take this portfolio and use it to create your business plan, your business concept, and take it everywhere with you. Now, what happens when you sign up? I'm not bombarding you with things. I send out an email once a week. And what's included in that email? So let's talk about it. There are links to our weekly study guides from the podcast training. There's limited government resources. There's going to be limited private resources. There are nonprofit organization information, chamber of commerce information, updates on score.org, updates on the small business administration, and information from the public library system. So those are the things that you can look forward to when you go ahead and um, sign up for the mailing list. So again, I'm not going to bombard you with e- emails. My main goal is to get the resources, sorry, to get the resources out to you so that your business can thrive and live beyond that that 5-year threshold. All right, ladies and gents, I want to take this time out to thank you for listening to another edition of The Business Startup Journey, and I really hope and pray that Everyone stays safe during this time of economic downturn and that you've received something that benefits your business out of this broadcasting. I'm Professor T, and this has been another edition of The Business Startup Journey. Remember to like, share, comment, subscribe, or follow below.